Hello, welcome to Ladies at Brunch podcast with AJ and SJ. Today we'll be discussing Tamar Braxton's Get Your Life, episode three. For brunch, we're having a bagel with cream cheese and hot tea. Hope you enjoyed the show. So before we get into it, we're not going to be talking about the show like we already know what happened between Tamar and David. Okay. We're going to talk about like we don't know what, what happened with them after yes. the show uh, concluded. Mm-hmm. But the episode starts off at Tamar's house and the crew is there. And it says on the screen that there has been a limited communication between Tamar and the producers. And they arrive at the house and it's empty. So I was thinking, is it empty, like, ain't no furniture in there, nothing? Or it's just Tamar ain't there? Hmm. Yeah, I was wondering about that, too. Like, where was she? Because she's the star of the show, so I was wondering what happened. Yeah. And, they, and the crew was wondering where she was, too. And um, her lawyer called one of the producers, and they said they have to, to leave immediately and pack up all their things. So, I don't know. I was... I would be kind of upset with Tamar with this because she could have let them know in advance. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I thought that I thought I saw somewhere where she texted the producer during the time that they were walking around wondering where she was. That she but had she should have told him like the night before, like, listen, or, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, right. I can't work yeah. tomorrow, whatever. Uh-huh. She had texted him and said she had lost her voice. Yeah. So she couldn't uh, do any uh, taping that day. Yeah, she had lost her voice last week, but her doctor put her on orders not to work. Mm-hmm. So a few days passed. And she's getting ready for her show in Baltimore. And it's like two days before the show actually starts. And she said she was nervous because her voice is not all the way back yet. And the tickets are sold out for both shows that she has in Baltimore. Yeah, she has two sold out shows in Baltimore. She seems to sell out in Baltimore because one time she went with Tracy. Tracy opened... For her. Mm-hmm. That was sold out show too, I believe. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And that's when they had that whole drama they showed on Braxton Family Values. Mm-hmm. But she, she's walking around the house and then she notices that the dog then pooped on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> and she had to call David and he was like, well, you know, the dog don't poop in my house. You know, when I had him for a week, he didn't do that. So she was like, oh my goodness. Get your, get, she said, get your dog. And he, that's her dog. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a cute dog, too. Yeah, this is a cute dog. Dog named Miracle. Yeah. So she's on her way to Baltimore, and she brought one of the producers from the show with her and her dream coach, Goalie. Um, she talked about how hard it is to come back sometimes because, you know, her niece passed away. I don't know if it was last year or two years ago. Yeah, I remember And, you know, that. it's it's kind of hard, you know, to see, yeah. to be back there and see her her brother and everything like mm-hmm. that yeah so later they put on the screen that she's on vocal rest and her and her dream coach goalie are doing going to do some work so she goes to her first sound check and uh she was saying that she needed more background vocals because you know her she's still recovering so while she while she's at the sound check david lands in baltimore and he arranges a meeting with Kevin. 
without, without Tamar knowing. That's right. Without her knowing. And oh, that's, boy. That's kind of a no-no. Tamar don't like that. No, she doesn't. She don't like no surprises like that. We've seen it previously with Braxton Family Values. When the sisters try to surprise her by coming on stage. She don't really like stuff like I think I think t- didn't Tony surprise her too by bringing the dad and his wife? Yes. Um, when they were on vacation, and she didn't like that. So I want to know how she gonna feel about this when she find out. Because she will find because out. Because she will find mm. out. So I'm interested to see about that. But uh, David feels like Tracy and Tim need to come back together because they haven't talked in a year. And it was funny because when when they first sat down, Kevin was laughing. He was like, I never thought Tamar would date someone with locks. (laughs) (laughs) They both have locks. Yeah, they both have locks. And, you know, I can understand that that David wants uh, to bring some type of um, unity to the family because it looks like to me his family seems pretty close. Yeah. His family in Africa, they seem Uh very close. So David uh, said that they are, they're different, him and Tamar, but there's a connection between uh, him and Tamar. So Kevin said when he met Tracy, she was different too, and he knows that their family dynamic was something he never saw before. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, you're in Baltimore, out of town. Have you come over to our house yet? And he's like, no. So, you know, because that, that ain't right. That was embarrassing, too. Yeah. You know, I thought that was embarrassing when he asked that question. I said, oh, that's a shame. Because really, I mean, he could have came over there with Tamar. Yeah. But, but, but he didn't. And she didn't. That's oh, a shame. It is. So, but David said, you know, what happened in Napa Valley, though, was not good. And Kevin said he told Tony, all Tracy needs is support genuine support you know just a call to say that they love her they're thinking about her she would really appreciate that mm-hmm. and david asked you know what happened between the sisters that caused all this and kevin said talked about you know when the braxton's got together and tracy became pregnant and they wanted her to have an abortion but she didn't want to do it and stuff like that but her her main thing, I guess, was that they went ahead and did it without her, yeah. I guess. That was during the time they were supposed to sign uh, a record deal yeah. that same time. Oh, right. They were yeah. supposed to sign, but she got pregnant. They mm-hmm. said, well, you know, you can't be in the group if you're going to remain pregnant. Yeah. And that was kind of cold, too. It was cold. Um but I guess she, she, I guess she didn't like that they continued on without her. I don't really know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really know either. But that's been festering around for a long time. A long time. She, she's had that bad feeling but of, I think, of that. But for I a think long the time. main thing is that they don't take it seriously. Yeah. You know, when they every mm-hmm. time when they talk about, it, especially to Wanda, they're kind of like, "Well, it was 15 years ago, and which they wanted her to sign." But you know, they talk about like they're annoyed, but it's like this is still a problem for Tracy. Yes, it so is. So I understand it might be annoying to you. But you should still be considerate of your sister knowing that this is still a difficult topic for her. Right. You know what I, I agree. mean? I agree. They should kind of be more considerate of her feelings. Right. Yeah. So uh, Kevin was saying that Tracy believes that the sisters don't believe in her as a person, mother, or sister. And what what do you think he meant by that? They don't support her mm-hmm. on nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, when she has her events, and we've seen on the show before when she's mm-hmm. singing uh the national anthem for a basketball game whatever the girls don't show up right they don't show up for 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 tracy like they show for tony Mm -hmm. or that they show for for trina you know what i mean Mm -hmm. they just don't they don't show up yeah 
So maybe that's what he meant by they don't believe in her as a person or a mother or whatever. Yeah. And and I don't know. <laughs> they're just they're crazy. But David said Tamar needs to connect back to Tracy and heal the entire family. He said Tamar loves Tracy, uh, you know, very deeply, but they need to figure out a way to get them back together. And Kevin said he would talk to Tracy because uh, David invited him to the show. And he said he'll talk to her about that. And Logan deserves to see his cousins, all of them. Yes, I agree, because he probably don't even know his cousins. Probably like not, especially um, uh, Kevin Jr. He probably right. don't know him mm-hmm. and his son. That he right, has. right. So... And see, Logan probably will get along with Kevin. That's Kevin, the the, the their son. Yeah, I, th- I think he's he, had a baby, I right? Think Lo- yeah, I think okay. Logan might know him, but it's it's good to see him a lot. You know, see see the baby too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Logan could see, get to know his ne- his cousin Kevin and get to know the baby too. Right. So Tamar meets with Goldie for an impromptu relaxation session, and you know I can tell that Goldie really wants the best for Tamar. And they have them in a room, and I guess Goldie said she didn't want no cameras in there, but you can hear her talking, and she's telling her to breathe into her solar plexus. Yes. <laughs> she's talking Sam real hard. Huh? Yes, Sam Sam me. Yeah, because I work with chakras, too. So after they do this, uh, Tamar goes to her second sound check, and now she has her dances with her, and they're, you know, performing. And now it's an hour till the show, and David comes in. Uh, she First she was wearing one outfit, then she changed, and then she prayed with everybody. And it's minutes before the show, and they said that Kevin and Tracy are still not there yet. No. So the, the show starts. She sounds great. A goalie, she's enjoying it. She's saying that she loved watching Tamar perform. Her voice is powerful. And I noticed that she was writing notes along the way. I guess she, stuff she'll use later on. Uh, yeah, I think so too. Always working. Yeah, she's always working. Goalie. So, no, and then they say no one from Tamar's family attended the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a shame. I guess that's, maybe is. maybe Kevin went back and told Tracy. She was probably like, I ain't going to that. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a shame anyway that... Tamar's boyfriend has to invite Tracy. That's not right. Yeah, it shouldn't be like that. Tracy, I mean, uh, Tamar, Tamar should, should have invited Tracy. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's after the show and everyone's happy, especially Tamar. And she says she believes this dream stuff. She believes it works because she had a great two shows. And David was upset. Um, he doesn't really care for Goldie and her dream work powers. But he said he needs to know more about all this. But one and, and I think <laughs> one thing David don't want to do is try to cross goalie because she can use her dream work to work him out. <laughs> look at him now. Yeah. Now they're not together oh, and all this other move. Oh, I didn't think about I that. Would, I wouldn't even got into that. Mm, yeah. I, I'm not saying, you know. She's in witchcraft. I still wouldn't mess mess with her, right? Because <laughs> she use that dream work to work you on out of the situation. See, what she does is kind of what you call like almost like an alternative health kind of thing, and it's also uh, some type of spiritual and nature energy right. balancing. Uh-huh. That's what I call. So yeah, you got to be careful when you're dealing yeah, with goalie. You do. Yeah, I'm like you talking too much, David. <laughs> <laughs> Because now, look, stuff is not right. It sure isn't. 
And that's another thing. I want to know, too, you know, we know what happened after all this. How did it get to that point? How did it come from, come from I'm trying to heal myself, I'm working with Gola with this dream work, I want to be the best version of myself, to her trying to commit suicide and this stuff with David? How That's such a big jump. Yeah. I wonder, was there any type of influence by Goalie later on that she needed to maybe get her life together or, and maybe leave him? Or it, I don't it know. It might have been David influencing that, too. Yeah, that could have been, too. I don't you know. You just never know. Mm-mm. So now they show Tamar uh, on the phone with David. This was after the, the show and everything. She was back at her home. And uh, he's talking on the phone. He's explaining that, you know... He don't know how he's going to tell his family about this witchcraft stuff. He just talking all off the cuff. And it went on speaker, too. Yeah, it was on speaker. It was speakers. on speaker. Yes, only, her whole know, crew heard her whole crew was hearing this. He said in Africa, he saw the pro- the process of witchcraft. He know about this. Yeah. He said he saw voodoo he firsthand saw voodoo. up front. And he, he said it's serious and it's, and this, uh, it's true. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And he asked if Goli is a witch. Mm-hmm. And Tamar Styles was like, well, I hope she'll come up here with all black on and a hat. And she sure enough did. <laughs> yeah, she did. She came in with a hat and a hat on all black. Black hat, <laughs> black shirt, black pants. <laughs> yeah, she did. And um, she, Tamar talks to Goli and says that David is a hardcore Christian. And he's apprehensive about this dream work stuff. And Goli said for, uh, for whatever reason, David doesn't like her. And nobody has ever said she's done witchcraft and she's working with Tamar, not David. Mm. And you know what? I think to, to make him feel better or feel more at ease. I don't know if she thought he was coming in the door or not. She ended up putting on Tamar's yes. pink jacket to yes, go her, over her black the, shirt. The, the stylist that talked about if she was going to wear all black, he helped her out with putting on some color so it wouldn't look so... She was, so she wouldn't look so much like a witch on TV. Right. Um, or, you know, if David came in or whatever. Mm-hmm. So David was, I mean, Tamar was talking to David and Gola was talking to the producer at the same time. And Tamar told him to leave because she didn't want David to feel disrespected. Mm. And, and I thought it was good for her to say that in a sense. You do? <laughs> I did. Yeah, because she, she wanted to have com- you know, a, pr- a private conversation. Not with I, the whole crew standing around. I understand that. But Gola can't talk to the producer, you know, around Tamar because David might feel disrespected. Like, what, what would David do if he did hear her talk, Goldie oh, talking? Mm-hmm. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. What, 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 what would have David, what would, what would David have done? <laughs> Say that 10 times yeah, Who knows? Who knows? But Goldie <laughs> said... You know, her work is about creativity. It's not about God or religion. Mm-hmm. Like like David is referring to. Mm-hmm. And they show Tamar still talking with David. And David is saying he's not, uh, Tamar's not understanding him. David said he has to know where this dream work is coming from. He said what she's doing is destroying Gold's business for life. I'm like, what are you talking about, David? Yeah, what does that I mean? I didn't understand what he I was saying with that, that either. Yeah. I, I didn't understand what he meant by that either. But Gola was taking that to the head. She yeah. was like, what? she was crying. She was, she was like, I don't want my, my business to get destroyed. And she said she worked hard for this. She's worked with huge stars and made great things happen through her work. 
and she has a branch of a text mm-hmm. and I understand that mm-hmm. and Tamar she finally gets off the phone and she tells the producer she needs to go to sleep because this stuff <laughs> is crazy and she said David doesn't want his family on the show looking like idiots I'm like what what were they supposed to be on the show too yeah I didn't I didn't know that I guess they mm-hmm. were and mm-hmm. Tamar said you know they're on the brink of having a huge argument over all of this mm-hmm. and you could tell she was really stressed out talking with david yeah, yeah so gold says she doesn't know if she can work with tamar like this there are a lot of obstacles and tamar stylist is, is trying to talk to her and calm her down i appreciated him for doing that because yeah, me too Gola was really losing her mind yeah, on this was, and see what it was too Golda did mention that she was not used to working with the family, family. she's used to working just with the individual right but they have all these other people entities in there she said she wasn't used to that she's never had that in her and she 30 said, years yeah t- and she said this. it's like sabotage like right. he's trying to sabotage her her career yeah and um, the producer calls David and he, he tells David, you know, you should just come over and see this dream work and talk to Goldie. Mm-hmm. And then he said, uh, he talks with Tamar and he says he wants to come and watch it. And Tamar said Goldie really likes her and she, she feels everything just like she does. And Goldie said she feels the boundary has been crossed with this. She was really going. <laughs> Goldie was really yeah, undone. She was, yeah, she was so upset. She said she feels a boundary has been crossed. She said if she followed her intuition, she would leave tonight. <laughs> she wouldn't come back to this. Because she's dealing with someone else's opinion on her word. Mm-hmm. And Goldie talks to Tamar and says she can't do this in a safe and proper way. And Tamar says she needs to, you know, calm down because she was crying and that would get her to start crying. (laughs) And Golden says she's not used to working with mothers and boyfriends, like we said. Exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) I just felt so sorry for Golden. Me too. She said it's starting to break her down. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. She says she knows how to do her work. And this is just unfair to her. Right, right. And And I don't even understand why David was saying all this, but he he hasn't even seen her at work. Yeah. He hasn't seen what Goldie does. True. So why are you already (laughs) saying she a witch and all this other stuff? And she has said before that um, with all this interference with everybody else, it slows up the process of her working with Tamar. That slows it up for her. And honestly, this would have been a lot better for Tamar if David wasn't involved. Period. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I know T- uh, Gola was saying that, you know, during this process, she shouldn't drink and all this stuff. But she she should also say, and don't be around David neither. <laughs> because he's a big influence, I can tell, on Tamar's life. And it kind of distracted her from really reaching her highest potential. But if she I had, felt. Yeah, but if she had told her to not be around David... Tamar would have had a fit about that because that's her boyfriend. Yeah, she would have. She would have had a fit, but he's he's too influential. She needs to focus on herself mm-hmm. and not yeah. oh Vince can't come over because David doesn't want him over. And yeah, I can't work with Gula because David feels some type of way yeah, about Gula. Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. everything is tied up with him. Yeah, right. When this is her work, this mm-hmm. is her show mm-hmm. and she's trying to get her life yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know get your life get your life <laughs> you know he shouldn't be involved like this mm-hmm. he's mm-hmm. he's ruining tamar to reach her full potential exactly but also not only know david 
no 15 other people in the house too yeah that was from the week before i believe right oh. then she's had a million people in her house week after week, week after week she mm-hmm. need to focus on tamar how you gonna focus on tamar when you got fifteen thousand people in your house day yeah, to day yeah and so goalie didn't like that either it was too much distraction. it's too much you got yeah. you got um uh, uh, James, Patty LaBelle James in there. <laughs> you got different stylists in there. You yes. got all these people that look like they don't know what they doing there. Mm-hmm. It's just too much going on yeah. for her yeah. to even focus on what she doing. Yeah. So, in other words, Tamar can't focus on her healing and what to do, and Goldie can't focus on how to help her with all these distractions. Yeah, it's it's way too, too, too much. much distraction. So what do you call that? That's a, a intense energy in that yeah. house, and it needs to be lessened. Right. Right. Logan should have been mm-hmm. with either her mom or with Vince during this process. It's right. a lot mm-hmm. because anytime when Logan came in. And, and Tamar was talking with Goldie, she would have to stop what she doing to get Logan or whatever. And it was kind of throwing, throwing the session off with Goldie. Right. So something had to be done. Either she see Logan after hours with this. I don't know. But I just felt like it was too many people in the house for her to even focus on what she needs to do. Mm-hmm. So somebody, I don't know who it was, but somebody called the executive producer. Mona Scott Young to come through. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> That's the executive producer, yes. right? Yeah. So she comes over to meet with Tamar and um, she's explaining to her how David told the family different stuff and, you know, his family about Goldie and all that. Mm-hmm. So Mona said, you know, this this experience is to elevate her. And she said they have to figure out how they will stay focused with this, including Tamar. And when she's dealing with something, it's always someone else's issue. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Hmm. It's funny how she picked up on that. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And Mona talks to Goldie and she tells Mona what happened and all this negativity. And she said, when she thinks about the work, she feels sick now because it's, it's been tainted. Mm-hmm. And Tamar is, she said, Tamar's like a sunshine, but everyone around her brings her down, dims the light. Mm-hmm. And she needs to tell David that, you know, this is her word. It's 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 not David's. It's Tamar's, and Tamar joins them. And Mona said, uh, "They are all here for her." And Mona feels like there is stuff happening that they're not getting access to. She mm-hmm. said Tamar has to let them in more because every time every time they turn around, she's getting up, leaving the room. You know, oh, can't film this. You know, it's mm-hmm. a lot of that. Yeah, a lot of stop and go. Mm-hmm. So Mona said. You know, sometimes there's an air of sabotage that exists. And she asks if they are in this or not. Mm-hmm. And Tamar says she doesn't know. She feels like she's being penalized for being Tamar. Ooh, I thought that was really, really deep that she said that. that she, well, what does she mean by that? I was thinking, <clears throat> is that in reference to what has happened after the show has taped? And, and the different things that's going on with her personally? That she, when it says penalized, is she, is she talking about her career? That she talking about um, what's going on with, with the actual network? She has problems with the network, so she feels like she's been penalized but this, to be who she really but, is. But this particular issue wasn't a, wasn't a network thing. Yeah. I felt it was more of a David thing. 
Hmm. But was it really? Was it more of a David thing or was it more of her stardom? See, that's what I was thinking about when she said sometimes she feels like it's penalized on being her and being the true her, being being the true her, who she is versus who she is on TV. That's what I looked at. it. I, I, I don't understand. You know, it's, it's, it's a different it's different a different Tamar. Tamar. Yeah, she's one way with her family, of course, but then the television is another side of her too. That she got to be a certain way, I guess, for good ratings. And she said before that she gets tired of doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, pr- probably. She, yeah, she wants to be who she is and not to be all you know how how some are portrayed on TV. Yeah. Yeah, she don't want to fit in that stereotype. Mhm. Mhm. So Tim was saying that she was playing a party and she invited her family but they weren't interested in coming. And you know, she can't chase people around, she said. That's sad. That is sad. Mm-hmm. I I'm surprised especially with Tony. Tony don't want to go. Yeah, but she's busy. She's she's so busy traveling. Tra- traveling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she has a busy career. Really? Been, I would think She's been singing for such a long time, for years. She will she she come to us when she does concerts. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what she'd be doing throughout the year. Mm-hmm. I was thinking But I thought her it. and Tamar were close. I thought so, too. What about Trina? Yeah. I thought her and Trina were close. I thought so, too. She can't pull her and Vaughn together and come to this party? Mm-hmm. That's why I don't understand. They act like they're so busy, but doing what? Well, I know I know Trina got her business. Oh, she don't live in L.A., does she? Who, she um, might live in Atlanta. She might live in Georgia. Yeah, Trina. I think so. Mm-hmm. And where does Tawanda live? Is she, does she live in Georgia, too? I think she does. Okay, I'll give her a pass on that. But Tony? <laughs> Come on now. I know, she, I know she got a new album out and such. But you can't at least FaceTime in like they FaceTimed you in when they went to see Davis family. I would think so. It's kind of kind of different. It's kind of different. What mm-hmm. about the mom? Well, I think the mom in Georgia too. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Mona said, um, does she want to completely cut ties with her family? Which I was shocked Mona said. I'm like, really, Mona? What you talking about? I know. That's, that's, that's rough. I can't see her cutting ties. Yeah, you know how she no. feels about her sisters. So Tamar said, you know, it's hard to talk about this with the baggage around talking about the crew she calls the crew the baggage yeah she said what do you mean by the baggage are you calling the crew the baggage (laughs) that's what the producer said she didn't know everybody was upset with her when they did brass the family values um and i remember that too when they did that tamar vention you remember that Uh uh-huh and they kind of sprung that on her Mm -hmm. and they all talked about how they didn't like things about tamar that wasn't a good idea but um and she said she was also blindsided when her mom went to talk to TMZ and not to her. I didn't know that. You don't remember that? No, I don't. The mom talked with TMZ. I believe she's talking about when she was talking about Vince. The mom was talking about Vince. Oh, yeah. And I the remember sisters that were now. talking about Vince oh, on TMZ. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and Munda said, how do they interact with each other? And Tamar said they don't interact outside of the cameras. Which, what? Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. 
Like I said, I thought Tamar and Tony were close. That's I what did I'm confused too. with. I do I did too. Like I understand maybe the other sisters don't see Tamar because they're they're not near her, but I thought her and Tony lived near each other. But I've seen Or Insta- used to. But I've seen in the past couple of years ago Instagram um on and it would show up on YouTube where Tony and Tamar were at a music park together with their significant others. They was at a music park oh, together having yeah. fun. Yeah, I remember that. So I thought they were close. Yeah. And they weren't and, and, filming anything then. It was on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? My mind just went to, I think another thing Tracy ain't forgive Tamar with is, you remember that time when they, I think they were at Trina's house and, and, and Tracy sprung it on Tamar that she had talked about her bad on Twitter saying that Tracy uses um, auto tune on her music. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think Tamar, uh, Trina healed from it. I mean Trina Tracy healed from that. And how does she really know that though? Because it's... that's what Tamar said. Yeah, but how does she know that to be true? What do you mean? Did how she... did Tamar know that? Uh huh. Well, it sounds like she used auto tune, but ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, they all do. <laughs> you tried it. <laughs> I don't think Tamar uses it. I don't think Tamar Tony uses it. The day's music, most of them do. Well, not all of them. Most of them do, but it's nothing wrong with that. But the the, the particular comment was kind of slick. It was like, oh, do they have a Grammys for auto tune? It was something like that. Yeah, uh huh. It was. It, it wasn't nice. You know, it's not something mm-hmm. you should tell your yeah. sibling, yeah. especially on the for the whole internet to yeah, see. Yeah, exactly. But I don't think she healed from that because I don't remember Timber ever saying she was sorry for that. That's a shame, too. <laughs> they just need to go ahead and list everything they don't like about mm-hmm. each other that was said. Yeah. And, and, and hash it out. And hash it out. Mm-hmm. So, um, Mona said it's affecting her and she should put um, all of this into music and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. some of the best music comes from pain and things. Yeah, exactly. And Timber brought up how she invited them to Thanksgiving and they didn't come. And that's a shame, too. Mm-hmm. Amona said there's something unhealthy about her accepting that she's on the outside of the family. And Tamara said she doesn't want to say, please, please, please be nice to me. She don't want to say that to her family. Mm-hmm. And Mona said she sees Tamar as in pain. And Mona said she should talk to Goli and give an assignment for um, just like an alignment with her family and point that laser and see what happens. And Tamara said she's open to it. I think this is off of views and ratings. It could be. I, I'm, I'm sorry, but Mona Scott Young is the same executive producer of Love and Hip Hop. Oh, you know what? I thought she looked familiar. Right. She's the same executive producer for the, the drama field Love and Hip Hop. Oh. And at the end of the day, she's trying to make money like everybody yes, else. exactly right. So I would, I would respect Mona better. If she was like a, a real doctor of some sort, mm. you know, a, a psychologist or something. She's just a producer, She's right? just an executive producer oh, uh-huh. that knows how to get drama and ratings. It, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I want to just say this about, um, you know, uh, Tamar Braxton's show, Get Your Life. One thing about her, her show, I'm, I'm, I remember years ago when she was with her ex-husband and he did the show. Uh, Tamar right, and Vince. You know, this 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 year, this season on her sh- new show, I see her as being overwhelmed and tired and 
kind of frustrated and I miss the the lightness of her yeah, when I she agree. was on her show with her ex-husband. I, I miss with, that with, feeling of her. You yeah, know? With, with the late, you know, LaShawn Daniels yes. and his wife. It was fun. It yes. was fun to it was watch fun the show. Her. It was fun to watch her and it Vince was. talking. Even though they Logan did have times when they were fussing, yes. but overall it was fun. Yeah, and she had a different, she showed a different side of her, a more playful side, serious side of her I, business. It's like she do yeah. now, but to me, she looks tired yeah, and overwhelmed. She does. Yeah. But, you know, I still think Mona, when she's talking about doing an assignment on her family, no, I think it's for views and ratings. I really mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. That's something that should be off camera, in yeah. my opinion. Not yeah. something to get Goldie involved with for the viewers to see. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So hmm. Goldie returns and Mona said they need to do the personal stuff, like talk about her family. And Goldie said that she will do that. She needs to um, go to the dark to see the light. And Mona brings up having a conversation with David. And Goldie says she would be willing to have a conversation with him. You know, to let her know what she really does. Mm -hmm. So um, they do get a chance to meet. And he, he said he saw people in Legos playing a... Hopefully I'm saying that right. I don't know. What's Legos? I think, isn't somewhere, I don't know, I want to say it and get oh, it messed up. another country? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, they pay a heavy price for fortune, like giving chickens and goats and carrying on. And he wants to know what's the price it is. Oh. So it's going to pick up, I guess, next week with him talking with Goldie. But one thing I noticed, I don't know if y'all noticed it too, they didn't really show what's going to happen next week. No, they didn't. I'm like, okay, y'all still trying to trim this stuff up together? I don't know. So they were still you know, editing it. Yeah, to me, they, sh they did show some previews, but they were all thrown together. Yeah, and they were all stuff we already seen. Yeah, right. It's like they're still trying to edit this in mm -hmm. a way that maybe it won't make David look bad. Yeah, I don't maybe know what so. they're doing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't even know where this show is going. We're only on the third episode. I'm like, okay, so when is the breakthrough going to happen? Mm -hmm. You know, that's how I feel. Right. It just seems like it's a roadblock after roadblock. Yeah. That's so what I see too. we'll see how this all turns out. But I'm interested in seeing how the episode will be next week. Thank you for listening to Ladies at Brunch podcast with AJ and SJ. I hope you enjoyed the show. Goodbye. <laughs>